0: everybody this is a ZNF happy hour and we are continuing on with hashtag march monster madness with a fluffy monster fucker that's not so fluffy but definitely drunky in that time i got drunk and saved a demon by kimberly lemming hashtag march monster madness Welcome back to another episode of DNF Happy Hour, the Bookish Podcast, where we, Melby and the incredible Jackie D, hello, your hosts, break down some of our craziest reads and discuss if they're ready for their screen adaptation debut. We also provide a little insight into some of the lesser known or more controversial drawn- genres and tropes out there in the bookish world. This episode. We continue discussing the fluffiest, even though this one's not necessarily fluffy, but it's cute in that sense, like fluffy cute, monster fucker romances on Kindle Unlimited. Remember, they are all available on Kindle Unlimited. Anyways, just a warning, we record these after our main show, so we are a bit sloshed, and we are uh, sorry, hashtag sorry, not sorry for whatever is about to come out of our mouth. So not sorry. (laughs) let me set the scene for you this one takes us way back like we're talking maybe come still coming out of our den of vipers error mm-hmm. it's it's back there okay i think i saw this on tiktok book talk so that means it's definitely like well over a year ago it's before we started the podcast i'm almost positive yes it's just the cover was literally so fucking cute it was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. The illustration, she's looking all happy and this like demon thing is throwing her up in the air or whatever I was like yes. So I went to the trustee Kendall Unlimited because I, I at that point I was like, I'm in Kendall Unlimited I will I will give you my money every month. And there it was all you know uh, quote unquote free and shit. So I was like, let's go. It is a super quick read and I distinctly remember, I'm pretty sure I finished it in under two hours. It, it's short. It's also our first ever monster fucker read, so that's cool. D- like, in the sense of, because he's a shifter demon thingy, even though, like, for the most part, he's kind of just in this human-like form with horns. So, anyway, it's technically a monster fucker, so sue me. And I believe, I, we will call this the OG. This is the OG monster fucker for us. I turned Jackie onto this and I really don't understand how this was a selling point for her because <laughs> she hates cheese. But it was the funniest sentence about cheese I have ever read and I really think it spoke to me. No, it definitely spoke to me. And here's, here's a little excerpt for you. This is what I sent to Jackie where she was like on it, downloaded it, and then read it a little while later. Why is the bed covered in cheese? You don't remember? Fallon put his arms behind his head and settled back down. Last night, you demanded we bring you cheese and then stated that you were the Cheese Queen. I blinked. There's no way I did that. Really? He asked with a smirk. Because I fully remember you tasking several orcs to bring you cheese. Then you sat in the captain's chair and the words, I am the Cheese Queen, definitely came out of your mouth. (laughs) So, Jackie, what about that made you go, I'm going to read this"? this? is
1: something about that whole interaction, the dialogue, whatever. It just, I felt like I needed to read it. I had to. Because <laughs> anything that could be that funny about cheese was clearly something I needed to do. Understood. And I do not regret a single second of it. Good. Because
0: you shouldn't. Yep. Now, when you go to Goodreads or Kindle Unlimited and you read the overview for this book, this is what you get. All I wanted to do was live my life in peace. Maybe get a cat, expand my spice farm. Really, anything that doesn't involve going on a quest where an orc might rip my face off. But they say the goddess has favorites. If so, I'm clearly not one of them. After saving the demon Fallon in a wine-drunk stupor, All he wanted to do was kill an evil witch enslaving his people. I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong, but he's dragging me along for the ride, and I'm kind of peeved about it. On the bright side, he keeps burning off his shirt. (laughs) That would be me on one of these epic romance quests. I like silver lining. All right, we're going to... Switch it up a little bit for this. We usually go into the genre and the trope and all the definitions up, but this one just has a shit ton of tropes. And I really just want to touch on a little bit on all of them because it's so funny. These are the tropes you're going to find in this book, in this short, quick read book. You're going to find the touch her and die. That's a good one, right? Mm-hmm. The quest trope, epic quest. They're going on a journey to save the realm. It has the enemies to lovers, kind of, sort of, because, like, the way they're raised, they shouldn't be mingling, and her people have learned to fear his people, you know, so you get that. Force proximity, which is, I want to say, that's always just chef's kiss for me. Because mm-hmm. that's, I think that's probably the realest love connection relatable to a romance. Because, yeah. it, it, like, listen to this. When you have people that work together, they deploy together, they're on long shifts together. Like, you learn so much about a person. And if there's a little bit of that attraction, like, it's going to happen. If you are stuck with this person, you have no choice. You're going to get a, you're going to form something. It's going to be maybe a crush or maybe just a really deep platonic friendship. But anyway, forced proximity. Yeah. Mm. Is Jackie saying, one of the reasons she picked up this book in the first place. Delicious banter. Mm-hmm. This book is all about the banter. The dialogue is fucking amazing. What's actually happening in the story, I don't think really matters. They're, they're going to find a witch, and then the witch is actually like in four different places or something stupid like that. So that's why we're like, we got to continue. Onward. <laughs> the banter, though. Mm, amazing. Then you have the found family and real family tropes in here because she introduces them, uh, these demons and whatever they are, to her family. They welcome him with open arms, so now he's got a found family. But then also along their journey, they're picking up people. You know, they're doing all the side quests, and they're getting the NPCs to like jump in the cart with them. That's mm-hmm. their found family. And it's a very nice one. It's so sweet. Finally praise kink i don't understand why i feel this way because i think if somebody actually said this to me in real life i'd punch them in the throat but reading (laughs) it in a romance novel it sounds like good girl i'm like oh my fucking god yes yes she is such a good girl say it again right (laughs) but if steven came to me he's like good girl i'd be like excuse me the fuck did you just say (laughs) I be like irrationally, uh, like violent, (laughs) just instantly combative. He's lucky he got out of it alive. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, the fuck did you just say? Let me hold on. I need to take off my glasses so I can hear you better. What just happened? (laughs) Get the claws out. Yeah. Yeah. The genre for this, though, is a really funny one literally because i would c- categorize this as a rom-com or a mm-hmm. romantic comedy but it's also a fantasy like i don't think you can go wrong with that i'm sure you can i'm sure there are absolutely horrible ones out there especially on the ku but funny with romance and mythical beasts <laughs> i'm like yes mm-hmm. That's just me personally maybe some people are like that's weird okay then go read your colleen hoover i don't give a shit reviews for this and for a monster fucker this one is high it's a 4.13 out of 5 on goodreads mm-hmm. people love this book there are about 13,000 almost 14,000 ratings 2.5 ish thousand reviews 5 out of 5 was 41% the highest concentration 4 was 35% second highest and then it goes down to 70% 4% and 1%
1: so a there's, pretty, that's a pretty steep drop between yes, four and sh- three.
0: Yeah, everyone's like, we love this, but then you have the haters coming in. like yeah. Oh my God, it's just so unrealistic. No shit. <laughs> Dumbass. Anyway, five out of five, first five star review. I'm sorry, question mark. A fantasy rom com? Fuck yeah. That is actually funny and has a black woman lead. That is another big thing about this one. We have a woman of color who is the heroine, and it's fantastic. And there's buckets of nachos and the lesbian centaur. I'm going to say this. This book is one of those that is so diverse and inclusive, but it doesn't read like the author is trying to check boxes. Yeah, It's just very organic. Like how you would live your normal life in the real world. You're going to interact and mingle with people from all different backgrounds, so perfection. Mm-hmm. Give me a million bucks in this series, please. This author is an insta-buy for me now. I think I agree.
1: I do too, because yeah. I immediately downloaded the uh, the next one the uh, the time i the time I got drunk and yeeted a love potion at a werewolf. The fact that she uses
0: yeet yeah in <laughs> the and, title, I'm like, say no more.
1: And I also read the the baking, very 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 short story. Oh, is that by her too? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. That one just starts right off on page one, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh. Okay. We're here. I like it in a shower. I'm there. Okay. Uh, next review: five out of five. Cinnamon is relatable AF. Fallon is a total dreamboat. The plot is well constructed, and the smut and both uh, had both quality and quantity. It was well written and true to the characters, but I would have liked to, a little bit more filth okay
0: okay i would say that uh the quality of the filth is there but maybe it's the quantity is cut down a little bit so it's not smutty smut smut yeah it's like it wants to be okay
1: there are so many good things that make this book a wonderful read cinnamon's relationship with her brother's peak sibling energy which is true Fallon's mix of golden retriever and murderous psycho energy is immaculate. (laughs) So incredibly true. Uh, The profanities, ass whooping alligators is only one of my favorites. And the bratty energy coming off both of them is too much to handle sometimes, but the banter is top notch. So much good banter.
0: Three out of five. A little too silly for my taste, but the spice was still top notch. That's fair. It's fair
1: they were in it for the spice
0: yeah they obviously
1: read a lot of colleen hoover
0: i don't know why i'm roasting colleen hoover in this but it's fine
1: maybe it's because of our visit to barnes and oval and there's the three giant versions yeah
0: it was just listen and i'm not i'm not a colleen hoover hater in the sense that i'm i'm gonna post nasty things about her or her family i have read some of her books i still have some of her books on my tbr which I'll probably read because I fucking paid money for them. Uh, but seeing that, it's just, it's gotten out of hand. Okay? Yeah. She's not a Stephen King. She's not a Nora Roberts. Can we just, can we settle down? Yeah.
1: Okay. Another three out of five. The beginning was kind of jarring that I couldn't figure out the time frame. It seemed like the high fantasy period. Then the characters have, would have dialogue like, he was sus and dyeing their hair pink. The reasoning for the champions who demanded pink weapons and armor was really vague as well, but after the first couple of chapters it got a little better.
0: I couldn't figure out the time frame. Yeah. Did, was anyone asking about what the time frame of the Hobbit was?
1: No, but a lot of the reviews that brought up the dialogue and some of the phrasing that was used we're really, really against it because they expect a certain type of dialogue in fantasy.
0: This is a rom-com fantasy. Yeah. This is not an epic or high fantasy. This is not Brandon Sanderson. This is this is like if Mel Brooks were doing, yeah, a fantasy romance or Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, <laughs> doing a like <laughs> you're gonna have Nirvana in there. Yeah, but it happens to be 1899. Like fucking deal with it. It just fit. All right. Oh, man. Some of you guys are just... You take it too seriously, and you need to stop because you give me a fucking headache. One out of five. This is very predictable, and I was let down by the lack of fun between the couple. (laughs) Fucking A. And also the writing style. Oh, my God. I don't often back out because of writing since I usually don't care. Clearly. Clearly. This was written just fine. Did you understand the English that was put down on the page grammatically? Okay, I'm going to stop raging. But this tried to be a cute fantasy story while writing things like, Kinda sus. Gouda cheese. I'm from Gouda, lol. The irony. No, it's not, actually. Yeah. That's, that's that not is not irony. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Listen here, Alanis Morissette, okay? This is Alanis Morissette that wrote this review. A whole mood And the list goes on. I just couldn't take it seriously enough to get invested. Because you're not supposed to take it seriously. (laughs) He's a demon that shifts into a dragon. They take potions. What the fuck? Okay. In the end, the quest structure was predictable and boring. And I couldn't care about the characters enough to enjoy this. Because nobody fucking cared about the quest. No. No. This is like the fucking tutorial you do when you start a new, like, MMRPG. Like, this is what this is. Oh, my God. Look at her and her siblings' names. Cinnamon? Really? Yeah. And that's because they run a spice farm. Yeah. They run a spice farm in a fantastical world. And her best friend, her name is Bree, and she's a (sighs) cheese seller. The author did this for a reason. Yeah. To keep it simple, to get some smut in there and make it funny. Yeah. This is a sitcom, okay? This is a sit rom com. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay.
1: Final review, one out of five. Looked like it be- might be entertaining, but I was suspicious it might be aimed at a young adult audience, and reading a few pages confirmed that impression, so I was out. I have too many wrinkles for something like this.
0: Oh my God. This is like the fucking bookstores that put Akatar in the YA section. Just, like what, adults, old people can't be funny? And I think their ages too, like isn't she like in her 30s? I don't know. Yeah, she's like, she is a, a true woman of color. Mm-hmm. I, I believe she's either late 20s or early 30s, something like that. She is set in her ways, living her life, like we should be celebrating this book. Or that character specifically. Do better, people. Please do better. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to go ahead and try and adapt this one. See if we can make it into something TV, movie. Who knows? First thing, casting. I'm going with Felix. Felix is the, uh, he's a werewolf. He's a werewolf that gets freed. He's he's funny and kind of clingy, and I, I like everything about him. Also, I would cast Ryan Gosling for this. Obvious choice because he is hot and he is funny mm-hmm. and he's got nice abs and from what i've learned um werewolves are supposed to have rock solid abs we
1: learned that with twilight i guess <laughs>
0: oh that's fair i wasn't even thinking about that but yeah you're right they were following it on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i am going with usha who is the inn owner
1: that cinnamon and fallon meet in the one town and the minute I read her, it just screamed out at me, Melissa McCarthy. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. That is a Melissa McCarthy character. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Melissa McCarthy and Ryan Gosling. They have signed contracts with who we don't know yet, but they put their name on a napkin and said, we're in. How is this getting adapted? Are we talking like movie... um limited series is it going to be sci-fi is it going to be bloom house is it going to be hbo what do you think jackie
1: i would say if all of the books are going to get adapted each season would be like a limited series three to four episodes so this book would be three to four episodes of season one on maybe amazon or netflix
0: (laughs) okay okay so you're going you're going big budget Mm -hmm. you're throwing amazon out there I'm going to throw out low budget, maybe sci-fi, and just like an hour and a half movie. I, I want it to be like a Sharknado type. Just <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But good visual, good visuals and semi-decent acting. That's just all I asked for. I was just going to say without uh, Ian Zeering or whatever and Tara Reid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't need any of that. No. Okay. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy and Ryan Gosling sponsored by sci-fi <laughs> <laughs> or or an animated film i could get behind that where they do the voices but i don't think it's spicy then it's just TVMA because i the whole i don't mm-mm, mm-mm. but there's something about it where it could be a cartoon for me a I, cartoon I... network after like what was it called um is the nighttime thing called Swim After's. What is it? Oh, uh, Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah. That, it'd be like that.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't do the spicy
0: scenes in this. In no, an it's animated... weird. I don't want no. it. Mm-mm. But I'm fine with it being like alluded to, and that's it. Like you know, you have Archer and those fucking Illishla <laughs> cartoons that they have on there. Like I'm okay yeah. with that. <laughs> <laughs> so Cartoon Network has picked this up. Melissa McCarthy and Ryan Gosling are going to do the voice acting. <laughs> What scene do they need to sketch in there to make it worthwhile?
1: Okay, for me, after Cinnamon or Sin uh, almost gets eaten by that water dog monster thing, and they're both covered in mud, so Fallon tells her, you need to go bathe. So they get into the river, hopefully a not very dangerous part of the river, but they find Mm -hmm. out later that it is kind of dangerous because Sin says, there's one delicacy you haven't had yet. And she'd been thinking about seeing this log floating down the river, and it turns out it's a fucking alligator. So she kills it with his knife, and as she's dragging it out of the water, kind of thinking to herself, a little help might be nice, thank you, he proceeds to ask her about the guys that were giving her a hard time when they were trying to leave town, and he broke the one guy's arm, it's the Mm. Ginger brothers, he's like, was that your betrothed or your boyfriend or whatever no what about the younger one no and then she is still trying to drag this alligator out of the water and he goes then this is gonna be easy and I feel like that is when the switch is flipped Mm -hmm. in the book and it was just kind of like animosity banner before that but after that it's I'm gonna get you in bed I don't care what I have to do you will have me Yeah, kind of banner That's
0: also just like how men are in general. You know, you're working, living your life, doing normal things. Or, you know, you're struggling to get up the subway stairs in rush hour. And there's this guy that's just like, that's the one. Mm -hmm. That's the one. I don't have enough brain cells to realize I should help her. But (laughs) I'm going to have that. (laughs) But then he eventually picks the alligator carcass up and tosses it onto the riverbank. After she's already like... It's like the the sauce uh, co- um, covers right the t- the tops when you're like yeah. struggling with it till finally your husband comes over and he's like yeah this is why I'm around yeah. this is why I have a man around go fuck yourself literally yep. figure it out
1: that's my scene
0: my scene is the cheese scene <laughs> I want the drunk bitch up in the chair in the captain's chair bossing orcs around going bring me cheese I am the cheese queen. Because yeah. I feel like that would be me, and I also have a sneaking suspicion that I have done this, just minus the orcs.
1: We need to maybe not them. with cheese.
0: It's something. I I yeah. I want that. I want all the cheese. I want her saying she's the cheese the cheese queen, and then I want the morning after where she's just hungover, is all shit, hairs everywhere, cheese stuck to her face, and then Fallon just reliving her that for her because that's what men do that would be perfect for a baz
1: Luhrmann adaptation because you could do that whole like she's on the captain's chair talking about the cheese c- claiming that she's the cheese queen but it's little snippets and it's really fast camera pans and yes. zoom in and zoom out and stuff like and that. and a
0: great soundtrack behind it it'd be great i'm all about it yep all right jackie so cartoon network has sketched this all out it's full-blown animation Melissa McCarthy and Ryan Gosling are fucking killing it with the voices and all of our scenes are in there. Are you watching it? If it wasn't a freaking cartoon, yeah. <laughs> no, Jackie, it is what it is. Are you watching it? Oh my god.
1: <laughs> okay, fine, yes. I would still watch it.
0: <laughs> I would i would definitely watch it. <laughs> I would watch it in any form, live action or animated. I'd watch it. But I if just it's want... animated, I don't want I just want I want fade to black. <laughs>
1: I just want the Disney thing to happen then. It's like 15 years from now, they remake it into live action.
0: Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Cartoon yeah. first, put feelers out. It's going to become a classic. Everyone loves it. And then we do live action and maybe bump it up to a, an R rating. Yeah. Okay. Let's review. What do we have here, Jackie? What is the genre we're working with? Uh, Romantic fantasy. And all kinds of other stuff rom-com rom-com
1: yeah the tropes is the whole all kinds yeah. of other stuff
0: so we got a rom-com fantasy which means um you shouldn't care about timeline you shouldn't care about the words that they're using because it's all fucking fake and yeah. not real and i need you to take your head out of your ass that's what that means tropes though what's your favorite trope from this uh,
1: my favorite trope um i think would be the delicious
0: banter Followed closely by forced proximity. Mm. I'm with you on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Forced proximity is in a lot of books, a lot, especially romance. So I, I do appreciate it, but I think for this, the praise kink is done so well. Yeah. And the fact that it's used in this just fantastical, silly situation makes it even better. Something that also kind of
1: goes hand in hand with the delicious banner is the touch and die because she is not having any of it. No. Anytime he tries to put somebody in their place because they touched her or messed with her, mm-hmm. she fights back.
0: Yeah. She's yeah. a real woman. She's like, N- no. Fuck go fuck off, Ginger. No, I got this. And the man's just all over like, like, shh. Stand back! You're crowding me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I th- the fact that if you've even made it to this sound part, uh, you are amazing. We love you the most. But if you did make it this far, maybe you you go and you rate us. Maybe you write a little review where you're like, "Sup, bitch, that was funny," or. You guys are stupid. Like anything, just just put it in there. We'll take it. Next week though, or next episode I should say, we continue with hashtag March Monster Madness. We got one more episode for you fuckers. For you monster fuckers. And this one is fluffy and cold, but not cold. But we're gonna go on an ill advised trip to Siberia of all places. My motherland. <laughs> I was gonna say your people. <laughs> my people they are my my ancestors are from Siberia no shit in Maryland bars cuddling my chichunya, which is really but chichunya. which everyone on Twitter says chihuahua <laughs> and then they reread it again they're like oh it's so much funnier if it's chihuahua <laughs> uh,
1: yeah with that one who knew anthropologists
0: could be so fucking cutthroat yeah that was a bit much. I didn't, yeah. I didn't understand, but you know, you, you had the set up the scene where they meet. So it, it, it makes, okay. Yeah. She's a doctor. It's, it's the most extreme meet cute ever. <laughs> Enter stage, right? <laughs> so our links are uh, again in the channel info for this, uh, and we'll be back even if you want us to or not. So, but until then, you know stay smutty bye